0: It's big, it's black, it's about watches. Welcome
1: to the Big Black Clock Podcast.
2: Welcome to the Big Black Clock Podcast. We have a very special episode today. A local watch brand from Montreal. We're super excited to have them on our show. Uh, They're called Aaron or Heron, depending on the language. Very excited to talk to you guys. Uh, We have a tradition on our show. Before uh, we get into the nitty-gritty, before we give you the floor, we um, do a risk check so the floor is yours please tell us maybe introduce yourselves and tell us what are you guys wearing today
3: so hey i'm nathan uh i'm one of the three founders of Heron watches uh and unsurprisingly uh i'm wearing the new heron gladiateur uh in a colorway that hasn't been released though yeah uh we have plans for this one very soon okay.
0: Hey, so I'm Adam. I'm the second co-founder, and I'm wearing the Gladiator White, Acier White, on the new stainless steel bracelet.
1: Hi, I'm Simon. I'm third co-founder, and I also, like Nathan, wear the an un unreleased, un, unreleased yet Iron uh, Gladiator. The it's an Acier Black. Okay. But it's cool. Soon gonna be released. I have nice plans for it.
4: Cool. Ah, uh, can you? Maybe one of uh one of you guys run us through the spec uh of that gladiator watch. It's quick specs, forty-one
0: millimeters, uh Miyota 1939 movement, 100 meter water resistance. Um it comes on two different options, right? Either with your rubber band or your stainless steel bracelet. Um what else? BGW9 loom. Oh that was okay. a new upgrade. Um Stainless steel bezel. Stainless steel bezel. 120 clicks, rotating bezel. Uh, Unidirectional, counterclockwise. And uh, uh, screw-down crown.
4: It's also a new thing. Yeah, um, we just saw the units. Uh, Kevin's not with us today, but uh, I saw the Kevin's watches, and as as well yours, uh, Dima. Really impressive, guys. Thank Thank you. you. That's a really nice timepiece. So we'll go through the questions, right? Uh, So the first thing is... uh, we were curious how how do you guys meet right all all three of you guys
1: well we we met in elementary school actually we're all in class together so we know each other since we were nine or ten i know adam since i was seven but nathan came to our class when we were ten
0: it's been way too long yeah
1: (laughs) way too long
4: long. (laughs) that's cool and um how did you get started in watches how do we get started with watches? How,
0: how does anyone get started with watches? Well, so it's a hobby, right? Yeah, well, I don't like it for no, me. No, but you know. um, I got started, like, I was always, like, my dad used to be a big watch lover. He's a big watch lover, so, like, I would always, like, walk around on watches, and, you know, every time I would go to the mall, every time I would go to the mall, I would, like, ask for, like, a random watch in those random shops, you know? Okay. So, that was, like, when I started, like, very long. Oh, okay, so from your father.
4: Same as me, right? I think that's the classic uh, from father to son. (laughs) Watch enthusiasm or watch problem, depending on how hard you go with it.
1: Yeah, my my dad actually, I started to love watches because of him. He has a little jewelry store. Okay. So he used to bring old longines movement and he used to open them apart and put them back together. So I used to watch this since I was a kid and that really got me into automatic movement specifically. Oh, that's cool.
3: Uh, Look, I'm a designer uh that's my that's my job so anything that's like one percent visually interesting, I'm gonna be into it, yeah, so you know uh watches are definitely one of them uh yeah it's uh interesting so yeah for sure watches and design is always
4: a big uh a, there's a big link there right you can make your watch talk about history just the way you design it um so did you have any favorite watches when you got into d l b right when, when it started and everything, did you something that like really stand out to you guys? Like, right? Some people close their eyes and they see a Rolex well, like Submariner, for example. right? Is there something that really kickstart the watch design? You, you saw a watch and go like, oh, I need this.
1: Well, my favorite design is the the, calendrier, the Perpetual Calendar. Yep. I just love this design. Okay. So it, it could be Patek, it could be IWC, it could be Jaguer. Yep. I just love it. For me, it's like an all-time cl- elegant okay. classic design.
2: Yeah, that's nice. Uh, yeah, uh, we all love those watches, but uh, you might have to sell a kidney to get uh, <laughs> one of those. It's okay, we have to. <laughs> huh? well, that's, that's exactly it. I'm saving mine for a new watch. Uh, so Choose wisely. What, what are yours? Uh, what are your, let's say, grails before you got into the hobby? Maybe something that you find that inspired you to kind of fuel mm. the enthusiasm.
3: Uh, look, it, honestly, it varies. Like, asked me last month and probably would have been a different answers but the two watches that i really aspire to own you know because we're talking about grail watch is something that you, you you would like uh like santos de Cartier. oh it's amazing yeah uh it's one of the best one yeah, of the best yeah, designs really. i think of all yeah really it's it's just it speaks to me and uh Maybe a boring answer today, but you know, just a Tudor Black Bay Fifty Eight in blue, I, I can't, I can't resist.
2: Anything, I mean, once they released the the Black Bay line, it's everything is just a, it's just a jackpot. Um, so you mentioned that you were a designer. Uh, you guys maybe want to share a little bit about uh, what's your background before you went into the watches and how you kind of got together and started doing this.
0: Well, I'm I'm in, in real estate, so. I'm still in real estate. We're we're all still doing this right on on our part-time basis, hoping to to m- to make it big enough to
1: to go off. But I'm re- I'm in real estate
0: right now, and that's pretty much my background.
1: <laughs> I'm actually an actuarial student right here next to. It, there's Ucam, mm-hmm. if you know. it, So I'm studying it there. It's basically a math program. So I'm school full time and watches after.
2: So it's a cool, let's say, it's a cool project you did on the side to see how you can go ahead and maybe start a brand with, and it's interesting because, you It know, takes we, a
0: bit more time than just this side.
2: <laughs> this side was probably <laughs> the first thing. I, it's it's cool. I find that um, there's not really other brands in Montreal right now that are starting. Well, there are a couple of existing ones. They're not, let's say, doing super well. One of them, I think, shut down recently. The other one is not really in the let's say more than the fashion watch let's say uh kind of segment so really you guys are the first ones and it's very interesting to see how you succeed and we, we wish you all the best hopefully you know we goes that's a lot of responsibility it's a <laughs> lot of responsibility <laughs> it's a lot of responsibility so hopefully it works out um can you maybe can you make it describe let's say what's what are your different roles in the brand and how, what's the process
3: yeah um so my role is uh you know we all do a bit of everything but if you we had to define each other like maybe long term uh i think i may be more of a creative director for the brand you know uh whether it comes to actually executing the, our design ideas for the watches or um you know even just uh brand image and uh we put a lot of thought into that you know we won't Yes, we're micro brand, we're a small brand, but we, we want to give people like a real branding experience. That's why we are all out to the packaging, you know, as much as we could. Um, yeah, so that's uh, that's pretty much my role.
0: Yeah, I think we have to give a shout out to, to Nathan for all the, the visuals we have, which is like worthy of big, big, big brands, not only in watches, just in general. So that's something that is very important for us to look super, super high and super professional that like we put our best foot forward um on my end, I take of the audio operations so everything has to do with manufacturing discuss talking to uh, marketers everything has to do with outside the um, outside discussions but like Nathan said I mean we're a small company so like everything that like we have to make any kind of serious decision it's all three of us need to talk and you know
1: yeah, same, like like we all do a little bit of everything informally. I'm the treasurer, but I also help Adam, Instagram, emails, any operation that needs to. to.
2: And there's a group of friends, I'm assuming that are, uh, yep, have, are together for we're not since, friends anymore. since you guys were no. children. <laughs> not anymore, right? The yeah. business. <laughs> uh, have you guys done similar like projects before? Is this your first project? How, what's what kind of happened? Here. Together? Together, it's our first
1: project, I'd say. How, how did it come together? How did it come
0: together? We drank too much one night. Well, that's <laughs> a pretty, uh,
2: I mean, that was a successful night. Usually, when I drink too much, I, I just wake up in a ditch in the next <laughs> day. Because it's cold in Montreal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Strategically, do it in the summer, you know?
1: <laughs> no, but seriously, I think we were always thinking about doing something together. And when COVID started, we had the time. And if we didn't do it in COVID, then we would... COVID was the perfect yeah. excuse, Ex- exactly. It's something you wanted to do always. And if you didn't do it in, during COVID time, you would not never. You would have never started. So
2: that's what pushed us to and motivated us to do it. <laughs>
0: Sorry. I guess there's some good in COVID.
2: Yeah, no, honestly, uh, it's kind of similar for us. We also started our little project. Perhaps maybe if we were less lazy, we would have started the brand instead of just <laughs> talking on the microphone. Yeah. But, you know to yeah. each their own uh, exactly <laughs> like we always say we have very good faces for radio
0: you also have the voice yep.
2: yeah yeah
4: <laughs> so um the Aeron name right uh, Aaron. eron um there's there's the bird here in montreal we also have an island name like that is there any connection there
3: uh, there's not really a connection to heron island and uh no and just a bird and anyway just and you know what it's less about the bird Okay. Then, then uh, how the name actually sounds. Honestly. Okay. Uh, there's the fact that you know it's not like, you know, the second you start calling your brand like something like eagle something or falcon, then like you just join the group of the thousand and million brands who have this as a logo or something. Uh, so there is, it, it is a little more uh, unique, you know, which yeah, uh, it which, is. We, which we like, and. You know, when we came up with it. It was really about the uh, the sound of it and uh, the fact that it was short. It was bilingual, which was very important to us. You know, uh, and, and it it needed to be a name that, like, you say it in French, it makes sense. You say it in English, it makes perfect sense. You know, and, like, we usually, we use eron or Heron interchangeably. Intertis- intertis- and, uh, yeah. yeah, that's uh, that's something that we like about it. Um, hmm? Yeah, five letters, two, two vowels. Uh, that's... Uh, yeah,
4: Mr. Oh, it's, Mr. So it's Mr. Fra-
3: Mr. Business here? Yeah,
4: it's strategic. Yeah, well, it makes sense. We we love the name. It's, uh, a, it's, to like, be f-
0: it's like Rolex or, or I don't know. It's always the, you, the big names. You always have just two vowels, three letters, mm. extra uh, around. And it's just how it
4: works out. Yeah, or, or two French sounding name, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the like second option in watch business. Yeah, <laughs> right, but we
0: wanted to incorporate the French in the name and the brand because like, we're from Montreal and we're all like French originally, like French-spoken. And uh, that's why we had the uh, little accent on the héron. Mm-hmm. Plus, uh, right, we wanted a name that finishes with on a French tune, right? Héron. It's like Vacheron Constantin. It's like mm-hmm. it's very like it's very French, but you can always pronounce it héron. Uh, and yeah,
3: it's perfect. We go love out it. With it. You know, uh, we, we also have a little story of oh. uh, a cute story behind. Makes uh, it couldn't make sense, uh, but we said. Uh, uh, that, that's actually something that I feared after the name. We say, we say, you know what? The name is kind of clever because uh, if you look at a bird like a uh, mm-hmm. uh it's a bird that can fly. You know, can fish, pilot, dive. Yeah, yeah. so it's like a pilot, a diver. You know, it's like, you know, obviously it has good legs. Can you know, also walk on the ground. You know, we say, you know, it's it's a huh. cute it's a cute analogy. You know, yeah, yeah. No, it, it cute is analogy for, uh, for watches. Yeah. yeah, they even have night vision. So here's your loom.
4: that's cool (laughs) it's really cool Um, so if we look at the the watch that you released uh, the Gladiator right we have the MMLXV so uh, that's in roman numeral means uh, 1965 Uh, 2065 2065 oops sorry my bad mathematics I'm not good (laughs) in math right (laughs) Um, so is there any uh, significance behind uh, those uh, numbers letters
0: it's a reference number for the watch just like in general uh, we wanted to put it in Roman just to match the theme of the watch, which is Gladiator and uh, all the Roman numerals. But uh, we have a special special reason behind it, which we might release it one one day. But oh, okay. Secret for now. But for now, uh, it's just a reference number.
1: Oh, okay. It's, it's okay. fun to see people come up with their own conclusions also.
4: Right. Okay. Okay. A little artiste there, right? I'll let people uh, interpret them as they want for now uh, until uh, the secret is released. Okay, interesting. Um so talking about design. <laughs> um did you have any inspiration? Is you have two hours? Uh well <laughs> we have all the time you guys want, right? Uh it's your time. We're more than a, we're really happy that you give us any minute really to talk.
1: Thank you for having us.
4: Um so did there any inspiration um behind uh, the design for the gladiator?
3: Okay, so clear inspiration, uh, maybe not. It's not like we wanted to give an homage to anything, you know? Um, But look, we wanted to make a watch that was a good everyday watch, okay? So that was the first criteria. And two, because we're a starting brand, strategically we wanted to make something that was gonna be safe enough for people, you know, to take the leap, but also have that little unique twist you know, so that it doesn't drown in the millions of watches that are uh, out there. And I think that's exactly what happened. Uh, you know, we really experimented a lot of what we wanted to do. And uh, when we came to that idea of doing like a travel 12-hour bezel with Roman numerals, you know, and we started showing it around, it's like people like it re- the, the idea really clicked. Some people some people hate it. Uh, but uh,
2: in, in, the, in the watch industry, you always have people who will hate everything and people will love everything
0: but you know is like this in every
2: industry uh, it's it's
0: crazy when you have haters it means it works
3: yeah they say that they say that design is like this it's if you make something that's just you know passable uh and everybody everybody kind of likes it it means that nobody actually likes it you know nobody cares no, for sure uh it's you know like Porsche is one of the greatest design car designs in, in history there's still people that say I don't like the round headlights you know it's uh uh, so yeah, so I I feel like we kind of found something like this with the with, with the bezel, and overall the the rest of the watch is pretty you know pretty streamlined.
2: Looking at your website, you guys have a like an inspiration of like old European designs or design styles, right? And that kind of translated into the watch, uh, concept that you made. Right, I mean it's a bit
0: and uh, the idea of the brand, right? Pink from Montreal, we have this old Montreal, which is European heritage. To downtown Montreal, which is like super super modern with sky, skyscrapers and everything, so this is the idea of the brand being like the, this perfect mixture from balance of old and new, of heritage and modern. So that's kind of the idea of the whole brand. Of course, the website talks like shows it, and so does the watch, which is the Romanian rose with on a super minimalist watch
2: design. Um, so. Yeah. And it represents Montreal well because Montreal is like the unique city in North America that has that European connection. Yeah,
3: that was a yeah. part of the concept.
2: Excellent. And um you know what so far for you has been the most challenging part of your journey? There are many, aren't there? Is everything <laughs> is, is everything a good answer?
0: <laughs> um, I mean there's so many aspects to coming up with a watch, right? From from the design to the manufacturing, to the marketing, to to appealing to the people, to being in front of the eyes, to creating content, photography, videography, like, every single part is, is a big challenge, especially when you start and we learn so much, we learn every day by doing mistakes, right, and we have to fix them every day, but like, you, you get this photographer, it doesn't work out and there's no refunds, right? Right. So, um, so ev- every single aspect, but I think that Designing, manufacturing, and marketing is the three biggest three biggest challenges.
2: And then in terms of a rewarding experience so far, what did you find was maybe some of the most rewarding moments in that whole process so far?
1: Probably getting the first samples when all those months that we spent nights doing Zoom calls because we couldn't get out of the house designing late back and forth to the manufacturers and finally getting the samples, we actually filmed ourselves opening them. We have like an hour video of us looking at everything. Oh, wow. They did this right here and there and being like kids. (laughs) It it was actually like opening gifts. So it was a, it was a very rewarding experience to finally see the fruits of the hard work. Right. That's Uh, awesome. And,
0: but I think like once we were like, we're designing the new models and everything right now, and I feel like even the process of designing and like finding out some stuff that works it's very very rewarding because we don't even have to wait for the samples anymore like we know like this this works this right we know like we know new stuff so it's very rewarding to see the designs come along and uh, and also the I think rewarding part that just came to life was fulfilling the orders shipping them having the reviews people finally having the watch and being happy wearing them so that's very very fun
3: yeah, there's really something to, you know, taking a box, putting a watch in it, yeah. adding a strap, you know, uh, writing this, because uh, you got you got a certificate here.
0: Um, and they're numbered.
2: Yeah. Um, and in terms of, well, this is great when you describe, guys, like the, the idea behind the watch that you don't want it, the design to be kind of lost in the sea of other similar watches, so it has to be unique. Lost in the sea. Lost in? Uh, it has to be unique <laughs> enough, but not too niche at the same time right so it appeals to like it's a finding that fine line right so you came up with this design which is i think amazing Uh, the did you guys have perhaps any runner-up so this was like the first idea you had you're like okay i gotta do this or maybe you had other different ideas that just didn't make it all right yeah
3: yeah no i mean like for this specific concept we yeah we we drew, drew a couple. I don't know how many. Exactly. I don't know how many, you know, uh, concepts that revolved around this. Uh, you know, just more like casual diver style idea. You mm-hmm. know, for mm-hmm. a watch. Uh, but I, I think you know we, we we knew that's what we wanted to start with. That's not to say that we I don't have other watches on my computer. You know, on my sketchbooks that are, that are not that. You know, like uh, I've been drawing like for a while, so... You know, I got like true divers, I got chronographs, I got everything. But that for this specific project, yeah, I think I I knew we we knew that this is the direction that we wanted to go into, and it's honestly it's all variations of that concept.
1: Mm-hmm. It continually evolved. Like for a few months, it only evolved. It was the same ske- skeleton, but it always different touches here and there
0: yeah it's like when, once you get into like making a watch compared to buying you realize like how many details you have to take care of and how one detail which could be a line could be the size of the stainless around and your marker around the loom changes the whole watch so like there's very small things that we changed up and tried out that like you wouldn't see the difference but you, you well, we have the
4: sketches yeah <laughs> You wouldn't see it, but you understand it. There's a huge difference when you do stuff like that. Did you have a, ba- a lot of back and forth between you and your manufacturer <clears throat> with those things?
0: I don't sleep. They don't sleep. <laughs> oh, okay,
4: fair enough. Fair enough. I was just <laughs> curious there. <clears throat> um, you know, you guys being from Montreal, us as well, uh, we are always have a soft spot in our heart for the Montreal watch scene, right? Um, do you Do you have anything specific regarding the watch scene here? Do you want it to flourish a bit more? What's your take on watches in Montreal in general?
1: The watch industry in general in Montreal, I mean, we think now post COVID time, I think the, the 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 watch world is really online. Yeah. So we're all connected when a, there's a new micro brand. We all, we're all excited. We're all happy to hear, to see it. Yeah. Obviously we'd like more to see watch fairs in Montreal. That would be nice. If th- in the future, th- there's going to be more interest. So that's definitely something hmm. we'd maybe like to start even.
0: And if someone listening and wants to create a watch brand in Montreal, like we want to meet you, you know, like, of course, it would be amazing. But yeah, we're not going to go out and work for that. We're, we want to go out and work for like creating a watch community. We're mm-hmm. doing some advance, right? So we're, we're thinking about it, preparing it. Like we're partnering with people like we are here right now, mm-hmm. which is a custom suit shop. Yep from Montreal with Montreal is to, to stay in that community and create that community around it. So that's definitely something we want to see uh, grow and evolve.
4: Oh, that's cool. Uh, have you had the chance to uh, uh, talk with Aaron Bespoke here in Montreal?
0: No, not no? yet. Uh, no? You yet. should. Uh, the he, Straps guy.
4: Yeah, he's a friend of the podcast. We uh, had an interview with him as well. Uh, you should go see his shop. He's always open during the week. Where is uh, it? Uh, in Jean-Talon Mark, uh, just over oh, right. um, uh, Plaza saint Bar right, right.
0: <clears throat> so there you go yeah we want to start well start we, we're working on it. it's just there's so many things we have to work on but we want to get like in touch with uh, so many people from montreal like we've been in touch with Instagrammers from montreal uh and, and things like that but like we want to grow it for sure
4: cool um so if we talk about back to the, your watch the gladiator right the, the price point um it's the way we see it it's um did you put it at that price so we can bridge a gap with new enthusiasts to like the watch enthusiasm game like for new people for people that're just starting
1: into it sure i think it's a good price point for people who want to move from uh, designer watch mm-hmm. to quartz designer watch to getting serious into getting his first her his or her first automatic watch mm-hmm. so it's a good entry point we looked at our specs at the market we saw it was the av- a good yeah price for considering our specs and yeah we think it's a it's a good price for anyone who definitely want to invest on himself on getting a new watch that's a good price to yeah to put
4: to uh, that's what we talked about just want to making sure it's really well priced for what we we got to see today
0: i mean it's kind of interesting because i got to meet like like being the guy who in the company that like gets to meet the people mm-hmm. i got to meet a lot of people and i met this swiss collector okay. who buys a lot of microbrands like, yeah, he obviously has big brands, but he buys a lot of micro brands. And when I showed him the watch, which I just had a sample at that time, he's like, it "Looks great, everything's great, but it's too cheap." <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> well, what that, that's I'm a like, good what thing. Right? He
3: well, goes, not everybody's a Swiss collector, but
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm like, not everyone's like you, but like it's interesting to see that like some people just have this idea of like mark it up and it's better quality. But we want, we really want to give like the best quality at the best price point.
4: Yeah, uh well I think that's a good uh, badge of honor when someone said that to your, your watch, right? We we talk with other microbrands and sometimes they, they ask us, is it well priced? And we're like, Well it it's a really beautiful watch. Maybe you could sell it more, but don't do it right now. Wait yeah. after I bought it then then Yeah. <laughs> um so if we talk a bit uh, about people listening to the podcast, right? Um would you guys have maybe uh some advice for someone starting two watches? Starting in collecting or creating a brand? Well, I was like maybe collecting, right? What what you look for and stuff like that. Since you now build your own um, watches, maybe you have a better understanding of what people should look into, right?
0: Right. I mean, it's very, it's all about perspective. I mean, we can't tell anyone to like go into this idea or this not. I mean, if you want to start collecting, I mean, obviously you have to go into automatic. Mm -hmm. Like this quartz has something exceptional behind it. It's a crazy 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 invention that happened but um you want to get into watches seriously for sure you have to look into automatic yeah but then again it's it's all about the holder right it's the eye of the holder it's mm-hmm. you like the design you like the company you like it's talking to you you, you go get it
4: yeah okay so a designer that talk to you
0: and don't don't pay for something you can't afford obviously right oh that that's i think that's for that's everything in life too right, right. <laughs> but just it should be said in watches cuz people like being in watch groups, I'm sure like you, yeah. you see a lot of people saying, hey, would you, would you? what do you think if I put like a, a whole financial plan to buy this new Rolex? And it's like, what are you doing?
4: Yeah, no, for sure. Uh, and I'm curious since you, you asked me if it was for collectors or starting a watch brand, do you have any take on starting a watch brand? Uh, any advice for people who would like to do their own <laughs> watches? You don't need to if you don't patience,
0: have any. Patience,
4: patience, patience. Uh, patience, patience, patience. Design, design, design. Okay, fair enough. So, a lot of time. Alcohol, alcohol, alcohol. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> okay, I'm kidding. Um, uh, okay, so a lot of time, a lot of patience, taking the time to make sure the design is. Um, a lot of research, a lot of, yeah. a lot of
0: research, and uh, tryouts, and talking, asking for, for help, asking for ideas, asking, not for ideas, but rather rather asking for opinions and the people around you, whether it's on the design, on the price point, on the especially in the watch community, I think that's that's very big. Like they're here the watch community is amazing and if you just ask away, like what do you think about a date or no date, uh, stainless mm-hmm. rubber, leather, they'll they'll tell you what they think. You'll have a sense of what's up. So take advantage of the community.
3: Right. I have a designer's piece of advice. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what's that worth, but um I see a lot of watches, you know, micro brand watches, uh, new companies starting uh, s- starting every day. And l- honestly, like in one look, I can tell you that this wasn't designed by someone who knows design. It's just someone that loves watches and tried to recreate something that he likes. And to me, I find that over there, there's um, it's kind of a big flaw. So because... And most of the time, those companies don't work. You know, like the micro brands that make it, they usually have someone at the, the helm that that knows what they're doing. And that's not to say to anyone who's not a designer, don't start a watch brand. That's not mm-hmm. what I'm saying. But for example, if you're going to be starting your own watch brand and you're not a designer, don't try to do something.
0: You wouldn't understand the, the, the power and the importance of a good designer until you get into it
3: yeah but what i'm saying is like don't try to do something that's uh like a very very basic watch thinking that you understand what makes a good a good design Mm -hmm. you know basic i think on the contrary try to have a personality try to have a gimmick try to have a take so that people who can relate to that might give you a chance and then as you get better you know maybe you could go and I feel like it's it's. Uh, I think most people would say the oppo- the opposite. They would say stay safe at first. Uh, um, yeah, well, I don't it's know. A, just, on it's a it's no
2: like right formula here, right? If you stay safe, you might never get anywhere. But then at the same time, you you, you take risks, you can fail too. Uh, but yeah. I agree, I agree in a sense that right, these little brands that maybe you know I like Mercedes hands so I'm just gonna put Mercedes hands on my dial exactly but like that's not your design really and it might not even work if you look from a designer perspective yeah. so if you do something more creative more from ground up it might not work but then you might come up with something unique and yeah a and that
3: that's gonna give you another you know, your first shot and uh, you know I and mean, if I if you can afford it like I'll try to find someone that can that, that can design for you also. yeah no for sure but yeah.
0: I mean it's funny that you say that Nathan about like saying when he sees like a a watch he knows if it's a designer or not like we all have access to our Instagram and we all like run it whenever, oh, yeah. whenever
2: Interesting. right we might have to run our watches through you also just to see uh... Yeah you
0: know like when you text it could be any one of us who answer and uh, and sometimes like we we follow pe- brands or people in the watch community and every time Nathan follows a brand like we contact them because we like to get in touch with them and we happen to understand that they, it's a graphic designer behind it okay. or it's an industrial designer behind it. So it's really interesting to see and to relate between watch companies, micro brands are like, okay, we're also designers or we're also designers. So might have to get a list
3: of the, I guess we're in the right you.
0: path. Yeah, yeah. I
3: can I can tell you who, <laughs> <laughs> who has who behind. And um, you.
0: We can tell you who to buy. That's for sure. Excellent. Eh on do it, uh, do <laughs> right
2: uh, come on. <laughs> Um, I know you guys have just released the, the your first watch and then you're kind of in the process of marketing it and it's just, it's recent. But we kind of want to also ask, what's next? What's What are you? do you have any, what's next in your plans?
3: So on the very, very, uh, very like near future, uh, where, you know, I'm literally wearing it on my wrist right now. Uh, I'm going to do, uh, going to try to release that new colorway, get it out of the way. Uh, but there is uh, a new design. That's very very close to being completed, and to you know gonna start uh, prototyping with the manufacturer. Uh, That I'm particularly proud of. I think it's very, you know, yeah, it's 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 something. I think so.
0: Yeah, there's gonna be some cool things about this this watch.
3: Okay,
2: and then I'm assuming it's a bit of a secret right now. You can't really say yeah, it, right? For the moment. But then, can you share? Let's I say mean, if you turn the off, off the mics, maybe say... we'll tell you. But Sorry, if you turn off the mics, maybe we'll tell uh, once you. Once but... we do it. Um. Okay. No, that's cool to hear. It's nice to see that you guys are kind of going forward with the uh, this.
3: Yeah, I mean we were. You know, we were in the campaign of uh, Gladiator, yep. but my head was already on uh, on the next okay. one. I was already That's cool. yeah. It's a
2: once you start, it's a, it's a dangerous hobby. Eh? Well, yeah. hobby for us, it's a hobby because we purchase, but it is a it's hobby too. Because yeah, we once we you get in, you, there's no way out, right? Um, nope. So it was great to listen to you guys. It was amazing to kind of finally see like a brand from Montreal. Uh, we at before we end the call, we kind of wanted to also see if you have maybe. Anything else you want to share that we haven't discussed? Maybe do a plug, or just to you know share something, maybe an announcement or anything like that. Where can people reach you? Maybe your uh, how we can reach you? What's the best way to get in touch with you and where to find you? Uh, maybe on which platforms and so on.
3: We always answer on Instagram. Well, okay. he always answer on Instagram. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, Instagram will be will be there. We'll answer. I mean, email also for sure. It's just a bit more formal so if you want to have fun dm us uh, <laughs> oh my god <laughs> we're pretty cool we're pretty cool we're pretty cool uh but like i wanted rather to ask uh, to you guys a question yeah
2: go ahead and that is
0: the, the elephant in the room oh, bbc
3: no. yeah why is it called so <laughs>
0: i've been patient <laughs>
2: uh so we started uh at the beginning of the pandemic i want the raw answer <laughs> uh, and uh we kind of thought like we, we i mean we were all watch enthusiasts and uh at first not you know before we even started the podcast and we would we used to get together and drink and just talk about watches and they're like you know what let's continue this but also somehow find a way to make it more useful maybe Uh, because we i mean we we gain knowledge over time and we wanted to maybe share we have friends that ask us about watches so we're like okay let's maybe record that and see what happens so how do we trans translate that into uh, a conversation that's lighthearted? because watches can be very niche and sometimes people especially if you talk to certain brands they're like really into like it's almost tunnel vision they don't there's no humor they're just for somebody who doesn't know anything about watches it's an immediate turn off right like if somebody wants to get into watches but doesn't know anything there has to be an easier way in. So we kind of thought about ourselves, I mean, wishful thinking, we were like a top gear of watches, right? Where it's really, not really about cars, more about just the conversation, but we kind of thought that maybe this would be a way to do this, to bridge a gap between hardcore watch enthusiasts and like a light conversation, more entertaining. Uh, And in terms of the name itself, we brainstormed with a few drinks. (laughs) It all starts with a drink. I mean, there had to be a clock right somewhere be club, something like horological so no i mean it was just a product all of a brainstorm for all three
0: of us right now we love it like uh, the, look uh, when we, we, we had the same when impression we, when you, you like you, you contacted us and we saw like bbc i'm like this is this is amazing you know that people do it like i uh, love
4: it yeah so the thing too is you know try to be funny right and people to remember your name a bit like you're talking about not the same thing but eron is like two syllable it's easy there's a like a strategy behind it, right? So Big Black Clock.
3: There uh, is a good ring to BBC. <laughs> right, there's a good ring
4: to that, right? So in Big Black Clock, um, it's it's funny because, you know, when we, we meet brands and stuff like that, you, even them, like, they'll, you know, say it wrong the first time, right? So they laugh and they go, oh, okay. And, and after that, they just rem- remember us, right? We don't need to be a huge podcast like Joe Rogan, right? That people still remember our name.
0: But I hope you become.
4: Uh, we'll, 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 we'll be, we'll be.
2: But don't forget us. If we become as big, yeah. when when the, biggest, when the biggest the biggest podcast about watches in the when world, when you become the biggest BBC, yeah, of all time. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. <laughs> so that was pretty much it. And you know, honestly, uh, we had a, a similar impression from everybody we meet. It's super catchy. So once we kind of we, we we tried it with friends and stuff, and like this is funny. It's not not offensive, really. More of a compliment than anything. Uh, <laughs> it's really catchy. Like once you hear it, you can't really unhear it. It's there, so you know it's stuck. And then, would you decide to go with it? Uh, that's uh, that's our story, and now we're here today. So, guys, uh, thanks a lot. This was a pleasure. Uh, it was great uh, chatting with you. I mean, we. Are super happy that there's a Montreal brand, there's a Montreal watch brand that's kind of starting up, that's producing something really cool. Not you know something that people usually get to by sourcing things from Alibaba, making actual high quality stuff. We're very happy to have you on. We wish you all the best. Hopefully, you guys continue with your new releases, and, and we want to be and we want
4: an invitation for you guys when you launch the next watch. We want to see it. We want to know about it. We would like to it'll help you talk about it too.
3: Done.
0: You want to drink on it
4: over it, eh? 100%.
1: We're in. <laughs> cool. Sounds good. Hopefully, Kevin will be able to join next time.
4: Yes, that, that'll that be the plan. <laughs> so, guys, thank you for your time. Thank you. Thank you. Talk to you soon. Thank you.
1: Bye.
3: So, if you enjoyed this episode, please reach out to us on Big Black Clock Official on Instagram or email us at BigBlackClockTeam at gmail.com. Send us your pictures, corrections, ideas, insults, and let us know if there are any pieces you want us to review. With, of course, the caveat that we can afford them. As always, be good to each other, eat good food, have some drinks. For those of you always watch shopping, happy hunting. Thanks for spending time with us, and we will see you next week.